Live at 5 Sports, the Todd and Sue Ann brought to you by Prairie's Edge Casino Resort. A win for the Twins yesterday, but, uh, Jim, but kind of a scary one. Oh, good Lord. Uh, Farmer gets hit in the face. He's been a key player for them with everybody else being hurt. Uh, <clears throat> laceration, had have oral surgery. That's not good. I don't know what the timetable on him is, but it's not good. And then, um, and then Byron Buxton runs into the second baseman. I don't know why he ran into the second baseman. Yeah. There's no reason to run into the second baseman there. It was a terrible, terrible base running move, especially for a guy who they're doing everything they can to keep healthy, and he just decides to run into an, an injury. He appears to be okay. Probably won't know much more until this afternoon when Rocco talks to people in New York. Uh, but right now, everybody else out there really need Buxton in the lineup. They need yeah. Buxton Correa in the lineup if possible. And Buxton took just a completely unnecessary risk there. Yeah, did, was he asked about that? What was he thinking? Uh, you know, what what was going on? I mean, the, the fielder has the right of way to the baseball. And usually you just pause a little, let him go in front of you and run to second base. I Yeah, I don't know. I wasn't over there yesterday, so okay. I don't know if the question was asked in the right way. You know, the quotes about it. He may almost say, made it sound like somebody asked him if he was mad at the second baseman, which is ridiculous. Yeah. That was a Byron mistake. Uh, he, the, the fielder has the right of way. Byron gained nothing by running into him, um, and he didn't intentionally run into him. He just kind of just made a bad base running decision. He just you hesitate there, or you run around a little bit to the right. Just And, again, this is a guy they won't let steal bases because they want him to stay healthy. For him to take that kind of risk is ridiculous. Yeah, leave his feet. Uh, I, I, I thought I was watching Carl Anthony Towns trying to run to second base there <laughs> yeah. for a second with the awkward nature of how that went. And then, and then uh, Farmer, you know, it's over the last, well, I don't know, 20 years or so, uh, they've really started to crack down. Well, I don't know if crack down is the right word, but pitchers don't pitch inside as much. So many hitters dive what they call dive toward the plate they step toward the plate they're trying to hit the ball the other way have better reach of the plate and that means that once in a while when a ball sails up and in you get smacked farmer was diving toward the plate and it came up and in on him and sounds like he avoided anything major of course that's easy for me to say well right and it, it could have been worse that was the theme yep. uh seeing what happened everybody with everybody worrying about what they're worrying about that was the concern that this is a serious uh you know brain injury, uh, serious rearrangement of his, of his uh, face, uh, you know, and given what they thought when they first saw the pitch at his face, it's relatively good news. Yeah. Uh, I have no idea what his timetable is, but at least it's not as devastating as it initially appeared to be. Yeah, uh, so wishing the best for him. Four teeth needed to be straightened out, yeah. lacerations to lip, a gum inside of his cheek. I'm sure uh, uh, not a good thing, but hopefully uh, he'll be able to come back and, and hopefully not have any psychological repercussions. It could take a hitter a little bit to get over something like that. No doubt about it. And for some reason, it seemed to be a bigger deal in the old days. Somebody hit in the head or the face, and you really did wonder whether to come back. For some reason, it doesn't seem to be as difficult in this day and age as it once was. I have no idea why that would be. Uh, maybe maybe pitchers just don't throw up and in as often, so it doesn't happen as often as it used yeah, to. Yeah. Uh, what can you tell us anything about Edward Julian, the latest uh, twin to come up here? Uh, very rare baseball. It's not that unusual to find baseball players from Canada anymore. Uh -huh. There aren't that many from you know Montreal, Quebec, Quebec area. You know that's more of a that's really more of a hockey area. Yeah. Uh, Julianne uh, grew up you know baseball player, ended up playing at Auburn, uh, and just just developed into an excellent all around offensive player. He is kind of an ideal power and patience uh, modern hitter. Um, 
he needs to work on his fielding. His fielding's not there yet, but he could be, you know, he could be, he could be Polanco's replacement, frankly. Huh. Interesting. And, and they seem to have a plethora of middle infielders, though, kind of coming up through their system uh, right now. So finding spots for everyone, that's a good problem to have, though, right? I mean, we have too many good players, so where do we put them? Yeah. Yeah. And look at, and look at what they've done uh, with their rotation. I mean, they've gotten all five of their current starters and their closer and their setup man. They all got in trades. Well, how do you get people in trades? You have good prospects yeah. and you have a surplus of good prospects. So that's never a problem. Also, um, listen, when you draft so many players that get drafted as middle infielders end up, you know, having versatility, uh, position flexibility. Yeah. And sometimes they stick at the middle infield. Sometimes they end up playing elsewhere. Royce Lewis now looks like he's going to play elsewhere. Uh, you know, Kadir's drafted as a shortstop. Sano's drafted as a shortstop. Plouffe is drafted as a shortstop. Um, you know, it's, it's not a bad thing to have middle infielders in your system. Carlos Correa has been missing the last three games with, is it back spasms or tightness, yes. something like that? Uh, uh, how, how long, you know, I know it's just uh, early on in the season. I, I'm not trying to be overreactionary here, but, but how many years will Correa actually be the Twins shortstop before they move into third base potentially? Well, I, I don't think this is related to that question. I think more range and who else is available to them is, is, is going to be, is it going to answer that question? I think back spasms are just kind of random. I mean, yeah. I, I, I get them too, and they don't seem to make any sense. Uh, so they just have to be cautious with this. I would hope he'd be, I would hope he'd be in the lineup today in New York. If he's not, then they might have to uh, IL him and make it retroactive and get another body up here because they desperately need infielders right now. Yeah. But um, I, I think, I think his legs will determine uh, how long he stays at short. There was legs and his age and who else is available to them. You know, I mean, he was willing to play third base for the Mets. So there might, he might get to a point where he's willing to play third base and he's a better fit at third base here. But I, th- I think we're a few years away, at least from that. Okay. Uh, that's yeah. Because his, his value comes because he's an outstanding shortstop. I right. mean, a, a previous platinum glove winner, not the third is, well, it isn't as important a defensive position as the, as the up middle spot. So that would hurt his, his value a little bit, but yeah, uh, I, I think they have a five, I think they are hoping they get five years at shortstop out of Korea and then see where they are. Yeah. Uh, the wild, uh, meaningless game, unfortunately tonight they're locked in as the number three seed. They finish up the regular season. I don't think they know yet who their opponent is, right? I mean, one, two are still to be decided. Yeah. It looks like Dallas, but that's not fully determined yet. Uh, they, they're, challenge in and this is kind of a meaningless game it's too bad they can't play with the full roster and kind of get Kaprizov going at least for a period or two but they have some injury concerns coming in here you know you got Eck and Sunquist are out you had Kaprizov still kind of getting his legs under him you know Hansen got cross-checked the other day they aren't saying how close he is and they're probably going to play on Monday so uh, you know health health is the issue right now if you could pick one of the other Dallas or Colorado who's a better matchup for the wild I think Dallas. I think Colorado's one of those teams that they get it rolling. They're just incredibly hard to play against. They haven't had the best season possible, but they have the high-end talent. They know how to win. Uh, Dallas is kind of like the Wild. They're t- typically a pretty good regular season team. They don't make a lot of noise in the playoffs. I think that's a pretty fair fight. Yeah. Uh, the Wild, uh, not quite as good over the last couple of weeks as they had been for a long time. I mean, they were the yep. best team. Well, outside of Boston, uh, they were the best team in the NHL there for a while. They were, and A, that's hard to sustain. B, they've had lineup changes and injuries and, and you know, and I, I just, so, so part of hockey, you know, is 
is being able to peak at the right time. And I, and they probably peaked a little too early. Let's be honest. And you, you can't do anything about it. You can't say, well, boy, we're going to be playing well now. Let's de- defer it until later. <laughs> right. You don't get to choose. Yeah. But it, in terms of sheer timing, the timing might not be great here. They were, they were as good as anybody a month ago, and now they aren't. Yep. Uh, Rudy Gobert back on the floor tomorrow night uh, with the Timberwolves. Uh, he and Kyle Anderson saying the right things. They've put it behind them. They're grown men. They can have disagreements that sometimes even turn a little bit violent and get over it and play together. Do you believe that? Uh, I I believe it to a certain extent. Here, here's I don't. It's like I don't think uh, Gobert and Anderson are going to ever have that kind of altercation in public ever again. Yeah. Uh, my my greater concern is I think we we saw more evidence of Gobert's immaturity. Mm. Um, I just don't think he's a very mature guy. I'm not sure he's a really smart guy. And you just traded your entire franchise for the guy, and he can't even get through a season without something stupid like this. So my concern is Gobert's mentality over, uh, more than just that, in, in, that individual incident. What do you think the uh, – and, and still plenty. I don't think we know specifically if the Gobert trade, it's, it's not a bust or a success yet. I mean, we're a year in. I'd hoped we'd know by now, but I don't think we really do because of all the injuries. But what do you think precipitated that? Do you think it was – a-Rod and Lore going to Tim Connolly and saying, we're hiring you to come in here and make a splash. We want to we bring somebody in, make a big trade, whoever you can find, get it done. I think all those things tied together. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I think upper managers like, hey, if we're ever going to go for it, now's the time to go for it. Well, we have Anthony Edwards and Towns under contract. Uh, I think Finch thought that Gobert would fit. Uh, I think Rodriguez and Lori did want, they, you know, they're make a splash type people, right? Yep, yep. And, and they spent a lot of money luring Connolly away, a lot of money. And frankly, you know, all those things tie together. Uh, if, you, if you're going to go get Tim Connolly, and if he's going to leave a great situation uh, and make this kind of money, is he going to come in and say, okay, I'm here, and you know what? Everything they were doing before is fine. Let's just keep going. You know, he, he's almost obligated to make a big move, right? Uh-huh. And go bear pure, you know, we can, what we can debate is whether they get up too much for him, right? But in terms of fit, it should work, uh-huh. and it has worked in certain, to a certain level. They they lack interior defense, rebounding, toughness, and uh, someone who could allow Towns to not be played just as a pure center. He and he's statistically he's done exactly what they brought him to do here. Mm. It just looks awkward a lot, right? Yeah. Uh, that's why I say my biggest concern is Gobert's maturity and mentality going forward because they do have so much invested in him. They can't have him be an idiot like this. Yeah, Jim, thanks so much. Thanks, Todd. Live at 5 Sports at Todd and Suhan brought to you by Prairie's Edge Casino Resort.